Welcome to my show, Little Lantern, Spreading Light and Positivity into Your Lives. Episode 7, The Dignified Work If you think this episode is about career guidance, career counseling, or 100 ways to become a millionaire, definitely it is not. In this episode, we are going to discuss about the dignity in work, and work in dignity. Well, what is that? You may ask. So, we often tend to think a work on a personal level. If I get a job, it's my job and I'm going to feed myself and my family. We make it a little bit self-centered. But, when looking from a different perspective, each work or each job is actually correlated to a community. If a sanitary worker who sweeps the road thinks that this is my work, I'm feeding my family with this pay, it is not. He or she does this and those thousands of people that work on that road on that particular day are reaping the fruits of his labor. Every single job is with the same concept. So you are doing it because it's for you, but it is not. It is actually for the community. Every job or work or service that we do is giving it back to the community. We just fail to not recognize this. Some jobs are dignified. Some jobs are underestimated and not so dignified. But who decided these labels and what are the criterias they took into while deciding these labels? Growing up in India under these stereotypical norms and discriminatory regulations, Unfortunately, I have also been caught up in this thought. But now, as I record this, it makes me wonder, how can I, after all these years of education, how can I also be a part of this toxic mentality? So, what is a dignified job and what is not? What are the criteria that they take into deciding upon the dignity of a work. Let's take it down with certain examples or situations. A woman who's good at painting has her small artistic studio or a gallery and she is getting nicely paid because she's an artist. They give her the dignity. They call her an artist. On the other side of the story, there is a 45 or 50 year old man with a paintbrush on his hand climbing up a ladder and painting the walls on a sunny afternoon. He's painting a beautiful political leader's figure. He's doing a great job. Sometimes you can just stop there and look at it and say, wow, such a great talent. But this man is not called an artist. He's also doing the same thing, isn't it? He's painting, but he's not called an artist. And 
His pay, if you ask him, he would say, maybe 100 rupees or 50 rupees a day. Will that sustain his family? No. And coming back to the dignity, is he dignified? No. They say it is a low-paying job. It is an, like an underestimated job. They just call him, oh, a painter, a painter guy. So, who decides these and what are the criterias? Is it because you have your own establishment sitting inside a posh room and doing your stuff, you're dignified? Is it because the same task being done on an open field or with lesser equipments or lesser access to equipments is underestimated? Why? I'm guilty of this too. I have called so many people artists, but the second category of people, I have called them painters, drivers, and so on. Yeah, the names don't matter. Their pay scale and their dignity does matter. There is a saying in Tamil, which translates to, no matter what job you do, there is God in it. I used to wonder why would someone compare a job to something as divine and spiritual as God himself. So the answer is every job or every work, every deed we do is not just for ourselves but for thousands of people that are connected in a lattice, that are connected in a network to us. We often do not realize our possibilities our services to them. And we also do not realize reaping off somebody else's labor when we enjoy the benefits, we do not recount them. So I pledge today that I would not hold any job, no matter what it is, small or big. I would regard it as a dignified job and I really wish that they get the pay what they deserve. Now, let us have a sneak peek into the situation for the jobs after education. So, again, in India, with all its societal pressure, you are often expected to be a professional, you know, like a doctor or an engineer or something more closely related to these. And if you do something a little bit different from others, you are considered to be abnormal. I don't simply understand this. And I couldn't feel the pressure or the weight of this situation until I was able to relate it to myself. So there are different situations where we differ. Some of us might have got educated in a particular stream and hold jobs in something completely out of it, something different from it. We are abnormal, they call it. Some of us pursue our passion and bring our passion into our profession and eventually make it a profession. So passion and profession, they would say, oh, that's never really happening. Some of us 
might have been directionless or still are directionless. Like some of you might have completed your education and are not able to figure out what you don't want to do in your career. Some of us are way too extreme. They call us the extremists. We don't want to do any of this and want to take up something entirely different. So these category of people are considered to be abnormal in our country. And it is also considered as such by some of the educated folks. Why? Because they cannot relate to the situation. And a number of questions are posed towards you. Now, we can only change our thoughts. So, but we can definitely answer some of these questions. So now let us try answering the questions they ask us in the most nicest or polite manner that we can do so. So the answers to these questions are purely from my context. You can or feel free to use your own context. But here is how it goes. So question number one. Hey, wasn't your father a doctor? Shouldn't you be a doctor too? The answer should be, my father and I are two different bodies with two different brains and we can think for ourselves. Hey, wasn't your childhood dream being a doctor? Yeah, in my childhood I wanted to be a pilot and maybe an air hostess and even a scuba diver, but I grew up. This is my personal favorite question because I'm asked this question so many times like I've lost count. Didn't you do a course in microbiology? I mean masters in microbiology and yet you became something out of it. Why? So I didn't see my education as a mere paper. I didn't see it as the mere key to get a job. I still see it as learning process. It has made me a microbiologically informed and wise person. Now, I know the core fundamentals. I can relate it to my own self. I understand my physical body much better. I can advise people if they ask me to. And I can even answer questions. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> Let's not exaggerate. So, education is not simply getting a job or just, you know, holding up your degrees. It is rather a process where it opens you up to a world you have never explored before. So, before I joined this course, I really had no idea we have something as intense as an immune system. So, I have always been amazed and wondered at the depths of microbiology. I still cherish the learning process and I will continue to do so. So, the next question. I know some of you must have faced this question. You completed your studies and haven't still figured out what you want to do for a job? You can answer like this. Right now, I'm directionless and I'm working on it. I'll figure it out. Passion is different and profession is different. 
How can these both be one? So for this, you can answer, What is your passion? You can ask them. They might say, Asking people annoying questions. Then ask them to join my little lantern show. <laughs> because every now and then, we host interviews. So you can just simply say, For me, I have the proficiency to convert my passion into profession and I am extremely happy with it. Is your job a good salaried one? Are you getting paid enough? For this, you can answer, My job is paying me enough to have job satisfaction and an overall personal growth. In case if you are getting overpaid, feel free to transfer some of it to me. Well, I have heard art careers don't pay you as much as science careers do. For this, you can say, can you name any five art streams? For which they might stagger at the third one and you can just roll your eyes. Maybe you weren't technically proficient to fetch a job in this field. For this, you can answer, what is the device you used to measure my technical proficiency or my skill set? Does it display numbers like an oximeter? Well, the fun part is over. Here's how you answer some of the questions that might be posed to you. All jobs are dignified. Dignity is work. Work is dignity. And it is not your job to decide somebody else's job or to comment on it. People are doing what is best for them. If you can appreciate, it's good. If you can't, you shouldn't say anything that might hurt their feelings. Let us stand up when people put us down and let us even stand up for people that are being put down right in front of us. Sending love to you all.